welcome to Around the Table again. This is Tina, and today I'm joined by Kai. What did you do over the weekend? Um, well, I went to the show on the weekend, but something more exciting was I was selling coffee beans on Monday. Um, which is really weird that I didn't sell any coffee beans, <laughs> but I think I built my friendship with my friends and my uncles that were working there. Um, yeah, but I have to improve on my selling skills, definitely. We're also joined by Malia, who also went on the show. Hello. So, um, I went on this really big ride, which just spins <laughs> me around multiple times. Yeah, so like, it's spinning, and like the seat's spinning also. My uncle made me go on it, because he was like, he really wanted to go on it also, and I felt like, <laughs> I felt like I should also. Just like, if my uncle can do it, I can do yeah, it. exactly. Like, I felt gaslit because he, <laughs> he was like, it's going to be so easy. Like, it's so, you know, it, this is like the best one that, you know, I should go on. And oh, um, so he convinced you to yeah, go he, yeah, on. Yeah, he convinced me. Yeah. Yep. And I was acting so brave. Like, the second they, like, put the seatbelt and, like, the stuff on, I was like, I'm regretting this. I'm, I really want to get off <laughs> Like, I can't do this. <laughs> so did you buy any show bags? No. Um, I never buy show bags. Why? I'm too focused on the rides. Mm, okay, yeah. The okay, rides yeah. are the best right. thing. What do you mean? <laughs> well, we're also joined by Angela. Did you get any show bags? Well, from as far as I know, that uh, years back that I, I used to, when I was, like, young, I used to, like, get, like, heaps of show bags, and I used to be like, yeah. I think I still have stuff that's like staying in my room that hasn't been used <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Let's get back on track because we've got a lot of things to talk about today, including a food that you probably wouldn't reach for during your Christmas dinner, a special friend for times you're feeling lonely and hungry, and unique gifts for Valentine's Day that your partner will love. But first, we're going to be talking about a strange passenger in space. You're listening to Around the Table again. If you had the opportunity to travel to space, what was the first thing you would do? I will personally pour a jug of water and just see it floating around. I would do is I would start dancing. Like, <laughs> what else can you do? I mean, I'd be happy. I'm in space. Like, no, not a lot of people, you know, get the chance <laughs> to go to space, right? What so, type of dance would you do? I'd be dancing upside down. It's like my happy dance, what I do. Mostly, like, you know, it's just me shaking my hands around like a maniac. Because why not? Like, yeah, facts. Why not? No yeah. one's watching. I mean, like, aliens. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we shouldn't get on that topic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the reason I ask you this is because in an attempt to draw more people into space travel, a company has sent a hamster into the stratosphere. And cameras show the hamster taking a comfortable nap while taking off. Relatable. After reaching a maximum altitude of 23 kilometers, the hamster has been recovered safely from the sea of Miyoko Island in Japan. The company hopes that this experiment will give confidence in potential customers that space travel is actually safe. More test flights are planned that will allow passengers to see the Earth from a different view. I mean, if a hamster can do it, I can. I want to do it. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> On your list of things to do in space, would traveling with a hamster be one, Kai? Yeah, sure. I mean, it's an experience. Maybe I should put it on my bucket list, honestly. <laughs> what would you do with a hamster? 
it can be my bestie you know we can look outside a little circle window together <laughs> we can dance together <laughs> get on a cold miliha dance with yes. the hamster <laughs> you know um maybe throw it around like not, not like that, not like that, not, not like animal abuse away, but like, <laughs> it seems fun. Well, we've got lots coming up in this episode, including a food you probably wouldn't reach for during your Christmas dinner and a little something for when you're feeling lonely. You're listening to Around the Table again. What's the first Christmas food that comes to mind? Candy canes. Why candy canes? Because my primary school teacher used to hand them out to like all the kids every Christmas. Oh my god, no, did you get those classmates that would like uh, draw like Christmas notes and then give you like a candy oh, cane? Yes. yes, yes. They were my favourite. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Angelo? Um, gingerbread man, because because years ago my parents used to like give them out to me from like their local mar- like supermarket and stuff. The Whenever we want to or not. Usually, I don't really like the gingerbread <laughs> men or something because the cinnamon that they baked into them, like, it's so, like, strong and salty and bitter and stuff. Yeah. Sounds dry. Yeah. Angela, would, would you have ever thought of a spam figgy pudding? No. Seems, it, it seems, like, it seems so random, like, <laughs> well, it's so unexpected. It's an official Spam product. The Spam is infused with fig, orange, and different spices. Oh. The cooks at Spam have been having a bit too much free time on the job and created Spam figgy pudding. Fortunately, it's already sold out on Spam.com and Amazon. <laughs> eBay prices being double the original price. People that have purchased the Spam figgy pudding have mixed emotions about it, some really liking it, or an intense imitation orange flavour with like a horrible holiday sweet. Leah, would you purchase a candy cane infused Spam? Personally, not for myself. I'm not going to eat that. <laughs> for someone else, yeah, I will trick them. I mean, if they're like okay with it, like <laughs> if I think they're okay with it, I'll do it to them. It's like a, you know, like a fun prank. I mean, I hope they, I hope they're not like poisoned. I hope they don't die <laughs> after eating it. But like, it'd be funny. I'm gonna be more cautious about what you're giving me now. <laughs> if you ever offer me food, watch out. I'm gonna watch out for you. I'm nice, okay. Well, we got lots more coming up, including a food-themed toy that that could be your best friend. You're listening to Around the Table again. What's the most weirdest product that you've purchased? Um, there was like these too many mouse masks that I bought them years back. Usually they smelt disgusting and we never... <laughs> let, I used it once and when I put it like the mask like near my face, it smelt disgusting. It smelt like butter and it would, it would be like like hung on our wall and literally it would just stare down on us like like at night time. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so uncanny. That's a mm-hmm. horror movie needing to be filmed right now. Yeah. We, I will pay to watch that. It's probably possessed, like the possessed mini mouse mask. I would say the weirdest thing I've bought is probably a prank kit. You know, in primary school when you would get the Scholastic magazines. Oh my and god, yes. They would have really cheap things that you could buy. Well, I decided to buy a prank kit, and it came with lots of things. It came with fake bugs, whoopee cushions. Yeah, I wanted to use it on my brother. But the whoopee cushion broke on me. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a bit pathetic. Tina, the prankster. 
I'm saying this because the Idaho Commissions has newly unleashed some potato merchandise that's Ooh. perfectly for those that are addicted to spuds. That includes French fry holder, potato playing cards, a miniature potato hauling truck, and a three-foot-tall spuddy buddy. I would buy that. Yeah. Tina, you said you got a prank kit, right? You got a whoopee cushion with it, yeah? Mm-hmm. What type of sound would a spuddy buddy make? When I think of potatoes, I think of fries. And so um, I think the spuddy buddy would make a sizzling <laughs> sound, you know, like the type sizzling. of sound, yes, when you're frying potatoes. It's just like, like a crunching cheering. sound of like chips. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we've got lots more coming up, including something to get for your partner that's equally weird as it is romantic. You're listening to Around the Table again. <laughs> What's the best Valentine's gift to recommend? If I were to get a gift for Valentine's Day, I would want it to be a whole day ordeal. I'd want to go to Sam. a fun fair. <laughs> with, and I have to go on all the rides, including like Ferris wheels, roller coasters. And then after that, like a five course meal, followed by dessert. Yes. Best thing. Mm. Uh, I think flowers because like flowers have like different meanings for some of them and you can always try the flowers to save them as well so i think it's it's more of the thought behind it i guess i thought i would like to bring this up for valentine's day for next year to tell you about the perfect valentine's gift that existed if your valentine is secretly a french fry lover then this french fry perfume is the perfect gift to recommend a new product has been released from the Idaho Potato Commission with a limited edition fragrance, Fritz by Idaho. As Jamie Higham, who is the president and CEO of Commission States, whether you at drive-thru, restaurant, and dining in, it's near impossible to not grab a fry and take a bite before you dive into your meal. After they cited a recent national survey, 90% of Americans find the smell of French fries irresistible. So, Kai, what 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 if your Valentine's give you fry-scented flowers? Would you accept his or her gift? Yeah, I would. I would accept it. I'll accept it. I'd yeah. get hungry. <laughs> <laughs> what? They're fine. It's like Sam. These flowers. These smelling tasty. <laughs> well, that's all we have time for today. My name is Angela with Tina, Kai, and Maliha. You can check them all out at our school's own podcast stage at archdradio.com. This podcast was produced by Around the Table again for Allish College in partnership with Archd Radio and Podcasting. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to this channel to hear heaps of other school life stories. Bye.